I'm Cray Beaumont Flynn. Welcome to Beyond the Design, a show that gives you a peek behind the curtain of the design industry and shares the stories of those that are the driving force behind it. Welcome to Beyond the Design. Today we have John and Sherry Duvall from Duvall Atelier. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Perfect. So why don't we just go ahead and jump right into it. So tell us about your journey of getting into the design and architectural field. Well, we both met in architecture school at Oklahoma State University. Um, go Cowboys. Yeah. John was <laughs> two years ahead of me and um, we got married right after I graduated and worked at several different firms for about 12 years and kind of just landed on wanting to do our own thing and taking that leap. So we started our own firm and we both really have a passion for residential design and more um, design with like in a more intimate setting mm -hmm. with clients where you're really helping them build their personal Correct. spaces right. and their, as I like to say, your home is your sanctuary. Right. And I, that's a really fun process. Um, and it keeps it interesting because Every project's a little different depending on the person. So we drifted towards our, starting our business um, from scratch. And then slowly over time, I just couldn't keep my hands off of all the fabrics and <laughs> paints and all the that. stuff. Because <laughs> from since I was a kid with the biggest Crayola box, I just have always loved color, rearranging my room. My mom sewed, so I always picked fabrics with right. her. And I was just like, I just want to like do everything. So over time, I just drifted more into interiors and just really it spoke to my heart and that was my passion. So we kind of come at it from two different angles. We have different strengths, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, yeah. 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 So that kind of has turned out to be a really good kind of yin and yang, mm -hmm. I guess. And selfishly, I get to do exactly what I want. And <laughs> yeah, and, and we have projects that we, we, we there are projects we collaborate on, mm -hmm. there's projects we work separately on. But, you know, we feel like the best, you know, the, the best representation of our work is the work we collaborate on because it, mm -hmm. it, it because we're all in the same office, we right. have designers and architects in the same office. There's just that overlap and pollination from the get-go because it, it it's just... It, it's in the... It's very seamless. Yeah, it's in the air in the office. Right. So everyone knows what yeah. everyone else is working on. That's great. Yeah. So a lot of architects and designers have this love-hate relationship. So being married, having your business together, and working in two different sectors, how do you balance that? Well, I I'm feel... Answer this now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like because I came from the architecture side, mm, yeah. I get that. Right. I get what frustrates them and what they need and or... And I still look at things with an architectural mind a lot of times. And I feel like, in a way, it makes my interior design more integrated. Mm -hmm. I'm not just putting icing on the cake. Right, right. Um, I really care about it, respecting the architecture and the intent of what the design was. And it just being that next step in the process. Right. So I think that that really helps, just because that's how my brain works. Um, so you have a little bit of left and a little bit of right, so you can actually combine yeah, the components. Just enough to be a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really, you know, I think Sherry having an architectural background, 
really kind of gives her the flexibility to work on a lot of different styles of work. And, mm-hmm. and one of the kind of the hallmarks of any of our projects is that we really don't have a style. Like if you look at our at our portfolio, you know, we, we always say that we try and give the clients the best version of what they want. Mm-hmm. So we're not tied to anything. And I think Sherry's architectural background really kind of lends her to be able to go in and analyze the structure of the space and then build, right. build layer upon that as opposed mm-hmm. to putting some type of decoration over the top of it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I think so too. It's also really helped me too when I need to go out to the job site, meet with a contractor. I can talk, you know, construction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can I can <laughs> I can go there if it's needed. And it's been really helpful to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. So tell us about Devoy Atelier. I mean architectural design and you have your own studio that the public can come to. Because right. is it wholesale or retail? It's a retail showroom okay. to open to the public. It was a dream of mine, gosh, for longer than I can remember, um, to have a store. And then it just seemed like a crazy dream there for a while because everybody can get anything on the internet. But then the more and more as we started sourcing furniture for people and lighting, um, I started just bringing things into our previous office space and just filling up the hallways because having having an example that people can see and sit in um, and being able to um, open up those pathways Mm -hmm. for those kind of um, resources was really beneficial and people still like to see and sit in things. Yeah, it's very tactile. So when we moved to this current space and nearly tripled our square footage, we had the space to kind of build out the showroom mm-hmm. and let's try it. And it's go- it's been gangbusters. I mean, and it's really helped in our design business because it's so easy just to go and resource, you know, pick things mm-hmm. for projects. Um, then the public can come in and I tried to pick a lane that I felt like Tulsa needed that they didn't have so that I wasn't really stepping on anything else that was already existing in Correct. Tulsa style wise. Right. Um, and then over time, it's just also kind of my favorite styles. You know? <laughs> I'm still pretty eclectic with my personal style, but I do like classic things. And I like to mix classic and modern things in the appropriate way. So how many lines do you have here that you carry? I would say um, our big lines, we probably have half a dozen. And then um, our accents and things is probably over a dozen or two dozen things. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. The, the interesting thing Sherry's done is she's really created kind of a curated feel for mm-hmm. things. Although it's not, you know, it's not really style specific but it all kind of has the same vibe so mm-hmm. um there's and, an even flow yeah, to it. it makes and, sense and clients can mix and match things people can come in and you know the other nice thing about having the showroom is it's kind of an entry point for introduction to us that's not through design services mm-hmm. so you know we're lucky enough that we work on projects that are that are you know substantial size projects and a lot of people, frankly, just it's not in their in their worldview to hire mm-hmm. an architect or hire an interior designer, but they can get kind of a pathway into that world through mm-hmm. the retail store. So, you know, you don't have to build a multi-million dollar project Correct, right. to engage with our with our kind of Yeah, with our staff. With our and, staff yeah. and our team and, and products. You can see the furniture pieces that we've set up together mm-hmm. and they can um, show them more options. So Fun. So do you get to play a lot? It's like 
you have your professional environment and then when you go home it's like oh we brought this in the showroom now we need it <laughs> do you yeah since as, as a little girl you said you'd like to change your bedroom yes. and do things i find that um sometimes i wish i had more time to like play in the store right. and think about the new things and that our project we're very um thankful our project load is really extensive right now and pretty demanding so um, sometimes I'm not over there as much as I'd like, but <laughs> I definitely am enough to get the things forecasted mm-hmm. and kind of have the vision for the things I want to bring in next. Right. And, um, it and keeps us busy and. And some of those things do trickle home too. So oh, yeah. we have. My, we our have, home's a laboratory. Yeah. So things just, um, try different looks, try different things. I've learned not to get too, too, too attached, too attached <laughs> to a chair or I'll come in and I was like, huh, okay. Yeah. Things are changing up again. <laughs> so what are the, some of the key factors in designing for you when you take on a project as a collaborative or to as two separate entities? We really, I mean, even on projects that we're technically not contracted to work together on, we mm-hmm. always work together. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we, I, I kind of, we kind of, as Sherry said earlier, we kind of come at it from different start different different processes mm-hmm. i work more usually on the front end of a project on the planning the layout the structural organization of things and then sherry's always looking over my shoulder and starting to layer spatial things on top of that so mm-hmm. um, or imagine okay if i'm walking through that space where are some options i can put furniture and how do i want that space to feel and maybe that ceiling needs to be dark or mm-hmm. maybe it needs to have wood on it mm-hmm. or maybe that's too much wood so we'll kind of i'll throw in things like that that either drive him crazy or he likes and that's kind of the process there so a good portion of your projects are residential and do you yeah. do commercial and hospitality or just so we over the years we've been in business for over almost 23 years now and like most design firms, when you start off, we took everything. We mm-hmm. did everything. A job was a job. Right. right? <laughs> um, and then historically, we did kind of a, early on, we did more of an equal mix between commercial and residential just because it's just kind of the way things were. And then we, we do like, like bespoke um, restaurants and bars. Mm-hmm. And we've done several of those local, locally. And that's always fun because we are able to to visit those projects right. in town. We always joke we could do a Duval pub crawl if we wanted there to. There you so. go. Hey, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the key elements in some of the projects that really stand out to you that you, I mean, with, as a creative, you always give your heart and soul to, but you're most proud of? Yeah, oh, that's tough. First. That's tough. Yeah. You know, it's like, it. it's, it's, we always have this vision in our in our mind. We talk about this a lot. We have this vision in our mind that no one else really knows. So it's like we always I always in my mind see the project going to the full nth degree. Mm-hmm. We don't always get there just mm-hmm. because of, you know, reality. And but there's always elements that we, we tend to think really specifically about touch points within houses, particularly in houses and in, in our restaurant projects also. Mm-hmm. Like even in a restaurant, the bar, you know, how the, how the edge of the bar is designed so that when you put your elbows down, you feel comfortable. Um, so we think about those touch points things. So it's really not really a big, I don't really think of like big, big move type mm-hmm. things. It's more kind of the small things that people don't really notice, but they interact with every day, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Handles, the hardware. If it can, if the budget allows, it's, not, it's better to get the nicer. <laughs> right, right. Stuff. Is there any projects that 
you're most proud of to date that you didn't expect to have the response that it's had? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, we're, we're definitely proud of the Bull in the Alley restaurant downtown. restaurant. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was actually kind of a challenge because it was sort of a, it was a piece of a bigger historical mm. renovation because that part of downtown, in fact, the building that the tavern is in next door, which we also did, the sister restaurant, it's part of the, one of the oldest buildings in Tulsa. So there was a lot of limitations right. on what we could do and couldn't do. But then the whole idea that um, the McNellies, Elliot Nelson, wanted to have it be a speakeasy mm-hmm. where you're coming in off the alley. And then I just got this kind of vision of Great Gatsby, like you walk into a jewel box. Yes. Well, how yeah. can we how can we do this? And so that just became like this really fun like idea to just play on and explore and bring a little bit of deco in Mm -hmm. a little bit of current things and it's i think we're going on what six or seven years Mm -hmm. now at least and it's still looks great people still like it. yeah it's gratifying that people from out of town like Mm -hmm. like our friends all when they have friends friends of friends that come in from out of town they always take them there right like the place in tulsa to take somebody so that's really gratifying that that yeah absolutely that's one of the restaurants that people think of when they think of kind of something special in tulsa that was the first restaurant i went to when i came to town and fell in love with it so (laughs) we always hear the famous people land there right they come to town so (laughs) so being how long have you been in, in business we started and we started we started officially the company January first, two thousand one. Oh one, And how long have you been the retail component? Twenty eighteen is when we in the summer of twenty eighteen we opened up the retail component. Wow. Yeah. So what have you seen change in the amount of time that you've been in the design industry? Some of the, you know, technology and the things. Where is it actually going? Is it helping? I feel like um, Yeah, I think so. I think it's helping. I feel like more people are exposed to good design and um, working with professionals, mm-hmm. both through the media and social media. Um, and I think that's helped. I think that's um, been a nice sort of like passive educator, mm-hmm. of really. So everyone maybe wants to level up their home or the way they live because of that and that's yeah there, there's, there's directly that's helped us right. because we, we've been really yeah, busy yeah the real the real i mean there there's the technological changes and things haven't been really that dramatic there's obviously there's lighting there's home control there's audio visual that's updates all the time but honestly the biggest kind of game changer was the pandemic mm-hmm. is so many people were at home during that time that's right and they had they weren't spending their money on going out they weren't spending their money on a lot of travel mm-hmm. and they were at home saying what can i do you know mm-hmm. I do, and and now that so many more people work from home um people are really kind of kind of focusing on how to make their homes more mm-hmm. livable, more for, for a longer portion of their day now if right. they're working from home. Mm-hmm. So that that's really been a big thing for us. We've, post-pandemic, we've done a lot of renovation projects where, mm-hmm. and they're major renovations where their people have had time to rethink how they want to live right. and how they can best modify their 
their home right. or business to Both indoor that. and outdoor. Yeah. We've done several outdoor living rooms, which are always fun because people almost want the resort at home. Right, right. You know, so they don't have to feel like they need to go somewhere to, <laughs> to escape. They have their own resort in their own backyard. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the hurdles you've had to overcome in actually to presenting your creations, your creativity and vision to a client that just doesn't get it. Um, well, every client's different. Some are really visual mm -hmm. and it doesn't take a lot of design tools to show, to get them there, to show them the image. Um, others aren't. And so we're prepared for either way. We have several, um, you know, drawings and 3D models and then materials that we show to try to build the vision mm -hmm. and really help them. Um, I would say um, we always joke that we do so much. We do a lot of residential, of course, and that you're always dealing with a married couple. And right. I always joke that I should have gotten a, a psychology counseling <laughs> yeah. degree. True. <laughs> but because a lot of times, and it's actually, I think, probably norm that the husband and wife have different opinions mm -hmm. about things. So that can kind of be an interesting negotiation and the meetings can get a little spicy sometimes. We've had a couple of meetings where it's like, why don't we go get a cup of coffee and let you guys talk <laughs> Someone about Someone needs some breath. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that maybe it works that we are married and yeah. they're married and it kind of maybe the comfort levels there that, you know, it's okay to want different things. Right, right. And, you know, this is, maybe I can, you know, take up for one side and John <laughs> takes up for the other. And it always, it isn't always the female male. Sometimes right. I agree with the husband. Yeah. Well, Sher Sherry's really good at reading people and kind of in, in the situation. And sometimes I'll be heading down a road with a presentation and she'll just kind of slowly reach over and just put a hand on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, you don't get the kick? And then I'll just kind of like slowly, you know, she'll kind of say, well, what, what John's really trying to say is this. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I do, yeah. I do yeah. read people well, so that makes me a little neurotic probably, but it does, it, and I am very empathetic with people, so. It's also been helpful over the years in client selection because in the past, it's like, I, like, like I said before, when we started the business, any job was a great job. So, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, we, when we work with a client, it's really kind of a, an interview process that's a two-way street. We all, you know, I tell everybody up front, it's like, on a, on a major project, we're going to be spending a lot of time together for the next year, and then you're going to be under construction for another year after right. that, at least. Mm -hmm. So it's it's it's, a commitment. it's not just the skill level, the skill mm -hmm. set we bring. It's do is there a rapport with the clients? Well, that, that's the other great thing as we've as over the years we've done the the the, the interior design side of the project or or firm has really grown. Mm -hmm. was on the architectural side, a lot of times once construction's done, if I'm if, if we're just the architects on a project, mm -hmm. we're done. You know, and it's like we may see that house once a year from now on. And but with Sherry's clients, like we have we have houses that we designed in 2005, 2006, and Sherry's still working with the clients. Well, yeah, I've, it's yeah, there's a they cycle and then they want to redo things. Right, and right. So that's been so nice. Which which is nice building those long term relationships with mm -hmm. clients because. You know, we like you're saying, we see their kids grow up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's it's great. Yeah. And and you know, clients will be in they'll be on vacation somewhere and they'll text Sherry a picture or something mm -hmm. and say, Does this does this painting work? Or right. what do you think about this? Yeah. So it's it's kind of building a, a longer term relationship through the design side, which has been yeah. really nice. Plus, you send out personal written Christmas cards. 
yeah. Which not many people do anymore. Yeah. They'll send you, a, you know, an email or a blast, but you send yeah. out, and it's like, we have, oh, we wow. have one client that was, that was probably from early 2000s. Right. And every time we see him, like we'll see him out in, at dinner or something, mm-hmm. and he'll say, I, I always look forward to getting your Christmas card. And it just shocked me that, yeah. and it made me feel good. And that I was like, okay, that's why we do it. Cause it is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but just knowing like someone like that from 10 years ago that we mm-hmm. rarely see, yeah. he looks forward to the game. It shows that. integrity. I yeah. think yeah. it really is. I was, I was honored to get one. So I was <laughs> like, <Good. laughs> thank you. Good. So is there a Deval Atelier design aesthetic that you try to incorporate or do you have your own style that you think, or do, are you all independent of their lifestyle or interpreting their lifestyle? Definitely interpreting their lifestyle. I would say that if I can influence them on not just being trendy, mm-hmm. um, my heart and soul is classic, timeless um, things that you buy once and you, you know, you're not constantly buying over. I'd rather right. people spend money on quality that they last forever. And then you may be accent with things that are mm-hmm. more trendy, just if it make you know, makes you feel good for an update, but then the base layer is very classic. And I think that's definitely more of my personality is just stay with the classics. Yeah. And architecturally? Same. Same. We don't we don't really have a you know, we don't we don't have a real style and if you you know, there's we've and it's this, that's what's really fun for me is mm-hmm. if I was having to design the same style of house over and over again, I think I would just go crazy. <laughs> and it, it's really fun because I have clients, you know, the process with us is we'll, you know, from the architectural side, clients will usually come to us with a program, list of list of rooms and things they need, and then some sort of inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, either a photograph or this is, you know, this is a house I grew up in. or So it's really kind of taking that and trying to kind of build that puzzle based on that. So... Um, we always try and add the classic level of detail to things, mm-hmm. um, and and that's one of the big things that you that you even even on more contemporary designs, the the a lot of the things we see now aren't as finely detailed, and they're kind of one liners, I would say. Whereas a lot of the even the classical or even the modern classical modern architecture has a lot more detail, a lot more mm-hmm. layering. So we try and build that kind of level of detail into right. all of our projects. Yeah. No yeah. matter what the right. style is. Right. Go ahead. I was just thinking, um, you know, just how materials connect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when different materials connect, you want to make sure they connect beautifully and don't look like they're colliding. And those little things really make the difference mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't understand that and that, that can even make modern design even oh, yeah. more complicated mm-hmm. because you have less layers to hide things there's no trim hiding so yeah so is there a particular project or sector that you have not worked in yet that you want to well i used to think i always wanted to do a boutique hotel 100% i think that would be really fun cuz we sure love going to them when right. we travel um, but we haven't done that yet, so we'll see. That would probably be meeting, working for a bigger committee, though. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Designed by process. Yeah. Do you take risks and challenges? I think so. Um, 
Starting your own business? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Starting yeah. your own business. Because I mean, literally all our eggs are in one basket every yeah. single day. Yeah. And um, that, that's the biggest the biggest risk we've ever taken, which mm-hmm. is going into business together. Yeah. yeah and, and opening the showroom, the, 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 the retail facing side of the business mm-hmm. was, was, was a big step. For that us. was scary. That was a big me. investment. And um, it, yeah, it's worked. You know, out. We, we went into it knowing that. If we broke even, we'd be happy. And <laughs> it's, um, it's well, and I remember, well. I, yeah, I remember you saying if we have to, we can move back to the design side of the building and wall we, it off. And yeah. Oh, yeah. The rent the other side, you know, but we just never had to. And never had to go to plan B. So yeah. that's, that's good. good. Do you bring clients here so they can pick and choose? Or yes. Is it- we most, all, most always meet here mm-hmm. and walk around. And when we get to that level of the project, definitely walk around and say, you know. Do you have to rein them in like shiny ball, shiny ball? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. But I think they love just being able to see and feel. Um, I also think maybe it gives them a sense of peace of mind Mm. and and confidence that, okay, they know what they're doing. Right. Um, Because sometimes you can't really convey that with words or pictures. It's just if they can see how you would arrange, you know, your office and your store, they get, okay, I like this. If they can do similar level, even if it's not exactly the same at my house, that's good. Cause houses, you're, they're investing a lot of money. Yeah. And I feel that pressure every day. Yeah. Spending other people's money is not something I take lightly. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel that some of the components, I mean, you're married, you work together, you work, do you take, work home or you like this is five o'clock six o'clock it ends here and then yeah. you have your life well we're going on um 32 years of marriage and we've done everything in all the different wrong ways <laughs> about talking about work and then i mean because we it's 24 7 and right. now that we're older i think we really do try to not talk about it at home but there'll be the urgent something is on oh, fire sure. right we need to talk about this, you know, so a little bit of both, but we do try, I would say in the last couple of years, yeah, we're, getting we're getting better, better at, at it. keeping it separated. And, and the one thing I've learned is that we'll, if we have to talk about something business related at home, we mm-hmm. always preface it and say, can we talk about business for a minute? Because, <laughs> yeah. because it, it if really you just bring can, it on and then it, yeah. it can become all, and for, for the first 10 or 15 years of our business, it was all encompassing. Yeah. I mean, we would go from. You know, we didn't have a child at the time, so mm-hmm. we would work until we'd work late. We'd go to dinner, we'd go home, we'd get up, we'd do it again. You right. know, and it's like, and now we have a little more calm home life. Yeah. And, and 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 the bottom line is, too, we're both, you wouldn't think it being business owners, but we're both introverts. Yeah. You know, if, if, if I don't start my day off by myself, right. the, whole, the whole day goes sideways, yeah. you know, so it's. It's, and I definitely need my personal time to right. recharge because we're so um, out with people all day long. And, and interacting with staff. Yeah. I mean, the most challenging part of my job right now is just finding the time to really have focused design time. Mm-hmm. That's I have to really, really lord over my schedule and put a lot of things to the side sometimes because if... If, if, if we don't, and we're both in the same boat, if we're not working on the, the initial designs of projects, then it, the machine's not going to work. Right, you know, right. It's like we can't all respond to fires all day long mm-hmm. because we'll never get a new fire started. So we're, 
yeah. always struggling with that. And, and that's the daily challenge. Yeah. You do get the calls all day long with yeah. the stuff that's already right. built while you're working on a new project and on the boards. And there's been a contractor, you know, at home, all you know, working all night, thinking all night long about a question that's going <laughs> to spring on you at oh, seven o'clock in yeah, the morning. So. Or six thirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Contractors get up early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this means that I mean, as a compliment, you're old school like me. I do everything from hand, from brain yeah. to hand. Which yeah. you have amazing hand in your drawings. I've seen them. So thank you. Uh, it's nice to see that continue on and continue forward to people. It's like it's well, artwork. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's, it, it is. That's just how we think. That's mm -hmm. how we were trained. Yeah. And and I'm a I'm a big believer in you know, uh, I don't believe in inspiration. I believe in work. Mm -hmm. It's like if you if I move the pencil, inspiration sometimes follows. Right. Sometimes it doesn't. But if I don't move the pencil, inspiration <laughs> doesn't come. Uh, true. So That's true. You know, it just becomes a big circle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're just drawing the same thing over and over. Again. <laughs> so what motivates inspires you? Oh. Um... I love it when we travel and yeah. we probably don't travel as much as people think we would mm -hmm. because our business is pretty demanding. And um, our son's a senior in high school now. So we, once he leaves the nest, um, we, we hope to travel a little yeah. more, yeah. but we're inspired when we travel. Um, I think like everyone else, I like looking online and mm -hmm. looking at different things in social media. That's inspiring. Um, it's, I'm kind of sad that books aren't quite the, um, necessity they once were, right. but in almost every home we design and every home we've lived in, we always build a big bookcase because we have, we have tons of books. Right. Well, it's so. kind of like the drawing. I, I'm still old school. I, I mean, I, I, I'm inspired by social media like everyone else is, but I also, I still subscribe to more real magazines mm -hmm. than probably anybody in Oklahoma. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> um, and too many. A little too many. And but I, I'm the I'm the guy that tears stuff out and pins it to the wall. You've seen my office. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. some boards and I have and and books the same way. It's like when you walked in, I was ordering the new Ed Ruscher retrospective from <laughs> MoMA this morning. Right. So yeah, that's <laughs> on its way. Um, so it's like we need another book. Case. Yeah, and and you know we don't use we don't use that to to it's just it's just part of the inspiration project mm -hmm. process. Whether it's art, whether it's food, mm -hmm. photography, cookbooks, um, design books. Yeah, landscapes. I love yeah. looking at landscapes. Yeah. I think if I hadn't done this, I would have been a landscape designer. Really? Yeah. I really love nature and being inspired by nature. It has an aesthetic to its own. I once thought I might go back and get that extra degree for that, and then I could just do all three things. Oh, wow. But um, <laughs> that was a little ambitious. <laughs> but sometimes we play around with, with the outdoor, we'll kind of play around. Yeah, normally on our projects, especially on new, on new homes when mm -hmm. we're designing those, we'll kind of schematically work with the clients and think about outdoor spaces, kind mm -hmm. of, you know, different little little, little movement, little moments and how you can design around the landscape. Mm -hmm. But but when it comes to the actual detail and integration of yeah, that, we usually collab we collaborate with... Hand it to the professional. Yeah, <laughs> collaborate with landscape architects on that. Are all your projects locally based? Uh, no, mo most of them are. Um, most of them are based in Oklahoma, but mm -hmm. but we kind of we kind of go where we're invited. So yeah. a lot of our clients that have second homes or mm -hmm. have moved or have kids that have other homes. I mean, Sherry's yeah. worked all over the country, really. More, yeah. more on the they design side. They all have side. a Tulsa connection, but yeah. we've done a few projects in Colorado in the mountains for mm -hmm. vacation homes or um, the lake. 
the lake, yeah, local lakes, um, which are outside of Tulsa. Right. And then East Coast, um, I've done a few out there too. What do you think about the design industry in, in general in Northeast Oklahoma or, or Tulsa? So much stronger than, than I mean, we, we've seen such a transformation right. in, our, in our time. When, I mean, when out of school, so after after we I graduated from college, I went straight to New York City. I, I knew I knew when I was in, I knew before I would grad, graduated I wanted to work for myself, mm-hmm. but I also wanted to get a broad range of experience. So you know we I, I we worked um, I worked in New York after we were married, um, and we lived in Tulsa for a while. We moved to Fort Worth, and at the time we thought, man, Fort Worth is awesome. It is like mm-hmm. we just wish this Tulsa was in the mid nineties yeah, when their Tulsa... downtown had just um, kind of had that renaissance. Right, right. They, they had done the big development downtown, and we thought, man, if Tulsa could if only Tulsa do could that, Tulsa could only do this. And then we, you know, we came back here because of family and of other opportunities, and um, lo and behold. Tulsa has yeah. far exceeded our expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just so great. It's the downtown we wished they, yeah. that would have been when we were right. in our 20s. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so happy that it's, you know, that it's grown and it's so vibrant. And I feel like the design community and the, the appreciation of design in Tulsa and Northeast Oklahoma is very strong for mm-hmm. this part of the country. It's a well-kept secret, and it's just on that cusp of you know the yeah. next next thing, yeah. which is great to see in the few years I've been here. So I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. I think we're headed in the right <laughs> direction for sure, and we're yeah. we're happy to be a happy to be a part of it. Yeah. So what's next for Devoy TA besides a landscape architectural component? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just a little. That's a fantasy. Don't worry, landscape architect. We are still calling you. I just love the outdoor spaces. Um, what's next? Um, I think just continuing to grow the showroom and find new lines that I mm-hmm. like, um, things I want to bring in. Um, Are you busting out the seams? Yeah. 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 We, 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 like like Sherry said earlier, we tripled our square footage when we moved here, and we thought we'll have we'll be fine. And yeah. it's like we're kind of running out of space. So. We are, but it's we're a good just problem to have. live with it. Yeah, yeah. John's like we could put a second story on the building. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds crazy. What what advice would you give to uh, aspiring architects, interior designers? I would say, um, well, I'll preface by saying that. Almost daily, I'm going to be frank, now that I'm in my 50s, almost (laughs) daily, I'm so thankful I get to, my job and my business is my passion, because that's so rare. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just so thankful I landed here by some stroke of luck. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say there's so many paths you can take with either of those degrees, my initial path out of school didn't end up being my my passionate path. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. It was really important um, for my career, mm-hmm. but I wasn't real inspired or happy. And so you just kind of make your. We just sort of made our way and found out what our passion was, and ch- you know chose that path, mm-hmm. and that's made all the difference. But not every architect does the same thing. Right. Not every interior designer does the same thing or the same type of work. So don't feel like you have to do what we do. 
if you get that degree, or if you're doing big commercial projects and hospitals and things that require architects and designers, mm -hmm. um, and you don't love it, well, there's another side to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just a really big field and you just need to keep searching for what you what you want to do in your heart. Yeah. And passion, I think, is important. The key factor is you got to get up and want to do what you yes. do. Yeah. yeah. I've always said that I would do what I do even if I didn't get paid for it. That's how much I love it. And I just truly do. I sometimes just can't turn it off at night so <laughs> I can go to sleep. <laughs> and you, John? What advice Same. would you give? You know, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like both the, the architectural degree is such a... It, I tell folks that the most important skill you learn in architecture school is just general problem solving. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like you're, you're giving, you're given a list of things and a, an end goal and you have to get from point A to point B one way or the other. And the nice thing about the design process is there's no one answer. And that's what, I, that's what, you know, I would caution people or not caution people, but direct people is, you know, if, if like Sherry was saying, if you're in right out of school and you're in one line of the profession, don't feel like that you have, you have to just stay in that mm -hmm. line. There's so many different ways you can go. Mm -hmm. And I have classmates of mine that 30 and 40 years later are not practicing architecture, but they're still using problem solving skills right. in other things. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a really, it's a really, I, I, I used to, I used to joke saying everybody should go to architecture school. Well, it know. is. It's a, I think it's a lot more layered in liberal arts yeah. education mm -hmm. than people realize. History, People think liberal you arts. just learn how to do blueprints. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> a little bit more detail than yeah. that. <laughs> you maybe do that at the very end um, for not very long. That you mostly learn that when mm -hmm. you're out in the field working for, you know, other people in your internship. But it's a lot of like learning about histories of cultures and design with different cultures around the world and how habitats, mm -hmm. you know, were made throughout the centuries. And then it's learning art and how art affects buildings. And um, I just, it just opened my small Payne County, Oklahoma mind so much <laughs> that I'd feel like it was like a degree in life, really. Yeah. Scale and proportion matters whether it's a painting or a sculpture or, mm -hmm. a, or a room yeah. or a building we're all doing the same thing yeah. you know it's just how how it's just the process of how it all goes mm -hmm. so you're balancing a lot on your plate at the moment uh, what's on the books right now that you're working on oh some really fun residential projects um we've just finished a restaurant that just opened mm -hmm. um there's another one getting ready to open and one that will open next year so wow. it has a few restaurants um, yeah, just a several lot. interiors projects where we're just redoing all the furniture in a couple mm -hmm. of rooms or we're changing out, you know, the finishes in a bathroom. So those are fun. Um, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe a remodel at our house this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, we gotta get the boy to college first. <laughs> What's the typical, the cobbler's son has no shoes kind yeah. of thing. It's like, we always have a project at home that's waiting. Right, right. Know? Uh, being an architect and an interior designer, both being architectural backgrounds, have you thought ever thought about building your own home yes. from the ground up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it would be hard to decide where to land because right. I literally could have 10 homes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but could fill it with a lot of books. <laughs> but it might be something in the future. I yeah. don't know. It just depends. Yeah, we're, we're we've, you know, it, it's something that we may do, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, 
our plates are pretty full right now. Yeah. And I always, you know, it, it's, it's, I have a lot of, I feel a lot of responsibility managing a client's budget yeah. and I'm really worried about managing my well, own budget. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> very expensive taste. Yeah. Well, you got a showroom full well, of stuff. Well, that you I, I tell everyone we live vicariously through our clients. So right. Like, yeah. right. So what do you want to add to your showroom, your retail space? It's not in here now. Um, No, I, I pretty much feel like we have a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I'd love to find um, maybe some more case good lines. Um, uh, there's always those really unique decor, mm -hmm. bespoke kind of mm -hmm. accents that I feel like maybe a couple more of those would be great. Um, maybe some more artwork. You know, we have some yeah, artists. You know, we love, um, and I was, I really wanted to have a, original artwork mm -hmm. as part of the store. We've collaborated with a few artists where we um, consign their pieces here. We just have such limited wall right. space. So um, we might figure out a way to add more of that. <laughs> yeah. So any closing comments? Gosh, I don't know. This has been such a fun opportunity. Oh, I have to yeah. say, um, we're newbies to this whole thing. <laughs> first podcast. First, <laughs> oh, wow. First time being um, taped. First time interview. Audio, yeah. visual. Um, I feel like we didn't do too bad. We didn't argue. No, you guys did great. What would you like? counseling. <laughs> what would you like everyone to know about John and Sherry Duvall being architects and creative visionaries and running a business and um, I would hope people think of us as just being really easy to get along with. Yeah. And I think we're really open-minded. Um, you like to say, you know, strong opinions loosely held, yeah. Yeah. which drives me crazy <laughs> whenever we're arguing. But, um, I do think that we're easy to get along with and approachable, and I think that makes the process more fun. Mm -hmm. yeah, the big, and we're I'm, always wanting to pe for people to have fun. We always tell people at the beginning of the journey, we want to make this process as fun as possible for you and as smooth as possible right. for you. Yeah, everyone has a horror story of a, a, a friend that designed a house that went 50% right. over budget. And I said, you know, that's, that's not the process that we do. Right. We, we want to help the clients work through the process we want to people. Hopefully, people think that we're like Sherry said. We're an accessible team. Mm -hmm. we're, anyone, we're, we're we're we work with all kinds of all kinds of folks on all scales of projects, and our goal is to make the project go as smooth as it can, not just through the design but through construction, mm -hmm. so that that we're kind of kind of in their corner through the whole process. And that's our that's yeah. kind of our pitch. Yeah. Well, it's been a joy and an honor to both have well, you on our show. So thank you so much for having us. Yes. Thank you. We're featuring Amatoya in the show. Oh, room. that's right. Yeah. We're, 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 we're honored to be the Oklahoma showroom for well, that. Well, thank you. Thank yes. you. I'm very honored for that. Well, it's been a pleasure, and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks yes, so much. Thank, thank you. you.